Hi, I'm LaShawn Davis and welcome to the HR Plug. I am the founder and CEO of this HR consulting firm. And let me just tell you a little bit about what we do and who we are. The HR Plug serves people who are looking to thrive at work. If work is feeling cumbersome for you, then we are your solution and you need to plug into us. If you're a leader and you're leading people and you're just not relating to them properly or you're struggling with how to do it in a way that's not so much burdensome, then you need to plug into us. We're for corporations who are experiencing dysfunction and just don't know where to begin or you're having third party interference or someone that's coming and taking the loyalty away from your employees, then you want to plug into us. We are for anyone who wants to do well in what they do and we help you do that when you plug into us because we can plug into your potential and so I'm looking forward to you connecting with me I look forward to you plugging in and understanding what your full potential is so that you your company or your team can thrive Wednesday everyone and welcome to another episode of the Let's Get Plugged podcast powered by the HR Plug. Excited to be here on another Wednesday and what makes this Wednesday so special is that we are one week, exactly one week away from the Unplugged conference taking place right here in Atlanta, Georgia, the three-day hybrid conference that we've been talking about for a couple of months now. It is so close and it's so exciting um, that we are finally at the moment to be able to enjoy some relaxation, some unwinding, and some recharging. So welcome to the show. And for those who do not know me, I am LaShawn Davis. I am the founder and CEO of The HR Plug. We are a consulting company that supports leaders, organizations, and employees understand what they need to do to do well at work and thrive. And one of the things that we do on here is we provide tools and resources that will help you navigate, problem solve, work through how you might be experiencing or how you might be feeling in the workplace. And today, tonight, we're going to be talking about burnout. Burnout is this topic that has been everywhere. I, I don't know that there's a day that I go on LinkedIn and do not see a post about people feeling burnt out. And so I wanted to spend some time talking about that tonight. I wanted to allow an opportunity for you guys to meet our guest tonight. She is going to come and rock the stage with us. She's also one of our sponsors for the conference, and I will be introducing her in a moment. I first want to acknowledge who's on the line. So if you are here and you are watching, go ahead and say hello and just let me know that you are um, here tonight. And so I see Kimberly's on here. Hi, Kimberly. You are ready. I am ready too. Thank you so much for joining. And then Kiana, I met her today. She happened to watch an interview that I did today on LinkedIn. So I'm so glad to see you back here this evening, Kiana. Thank you so much for joining. And I'm hoping that this episode does something for you to find some relief. Um, we have JP Hightech. How are you? Excited about the conversation? And so are we. We are going to get to it um, as, as well. Rajesh, hi, welcome. What's 
what's up? Nice that you, nice for you to join us. Glad that you are here. Hi, Kimberly. How are you? Thank you for joining. And then we have Ro. Hi, Ro. How are you? I know you're going to be at the Unplugged Conference. And so excited to see you in just seven days. So we have a lot of people on here. And we, you know, I'm just so honored and grateful that you guys do tune in and you watch and you're engaging and you're live. And so tonight is no different. As we go through the topics that we're going to go through, feel free to ask your questions. Let us know what you want to know. How can we help you? How can we support you? Because that's what this platform is about. It's about you having an avenue, a resource, a, a outlet as you need to, whatever it is about work. And tonight it's about burnout. So if you can relate to being burnt out, feeling overwhelmed, feeling undervalued, feeling like you just dread going into work because you're just that sick and tired and you're sick and tired of being sick and tired that you've lost your unction for wanting to be there, you might be experiencing burnt out. And you might need to understand what does it mean? What is it, what is, what am I really going through right now if I feel this way about a job that I once was very excited about? This doesn't happen overnight and there could be a lot of reason why that's happening. So we're going to dive into that today. And so first I want to, again, tell you guys about the Unplug Conference. So the Unplug Conference, I don't know if you guys have been to the website yet, but it is www.unplugconference.com. When you go to the website, you'll be able to see the speakers who are going to be gracing the stage. There is an infomercial somewhat of a video that tells you about the conference that you guys should really go check out. If you have any questions about the conference, you can also email hello at unplugconference.com. The conference, the intention of it is to disconnect, unwind, and recharge because tackling workplace problems is draining. And anybody in HR can relate to being the one that's always being called on, the one that's always being expected to be on stage, be positive, be fun, be friendly, we're tired. So it's time to get together and unplug. And that's what this event is all about. And so I just wanna take a minute and just you know let you guys know, it is so important. The, the reason why unplug is so important to me, I should say, is because very often, are we tasked with taking care of everybody else? But now it's time for you to be intentional about doing something for yourself. Even if you're not in HR, even if you're not coming to the Unplug Conference, be intentional about taking care of you. The Unplug is an avenue that you're able to be intentional about taking care of you and coming and, and, and coming in with other HR professionals and learning and growing and just being a part of a community and connected so that you can disconnect. I oftentimes I think about, you know, when we talk about the, um, the the routers of your internet and when it's time for it to not work or it's not working correctly and you call for some support and they tell you, well, just disconnect it from the wall and, or just disconnect it from the device and let it reset. Give it 30 seconds and plug it back in and it should work. And most of the time it does. Most of the times we see, oh, okay, it did work. Why don't we think about that for ourselves? Why don't we think sometimes we just might need to unplug just to disconnect so that we can do better and we can be better? That's what Unplug is about. So make sure you get here. Make sure if you're in the Atlanta area, you go to this website, www.unplugconference.com, and you register. You sign up to be here because it's something that you do not want to miss because if you are not in the room, 
then you are out of the loop. So get in the room. I know there were questions earlier as well for people who may not be in Atlanta, who need this information, who want these resources, will it be live streamed? And so this will not be live streamed, but there will be a replay available. So I don't want you to miss being in the room because it's in the room. It's the atmosphere that is going to be established and set that's really going to set the stage for this conference. And there are so many passionate people, as you can see, that are a part of this journey who believe so truly in what HR professionals do, how they feel, what they're going through, and each of them offer a unique perspective of solution and relief for you. So do it to yourself to get here. Do it to yourself and your wellness holistically to get here so that you can continue to be the best HR professional that you can be. And so I also wanna share with you guys, there is a network event for the conference. If you can't make the conference and you're in Atlanta, but you do wanna join or participate in some way, you wanna meet the panelists, you wanna meet me, you wanna come out and just network and meet other professionals in the area or in the industry, you can come out to the Unwind and Unplug Networking Mixer. This is sponsored by the Black in HR, which is a consulting company that helps organizations diversify their leaders in HR with um, people of color. So they are sponsoring this networking event. They will be at the Unplugged Conference. So you'll be able to understand who they are, learn a lot from them and their organization. And they truly believe in this because they are hosting this event to allow people to connect, network, and get together and unplug and just have a good time. So food will be served as a part of that included and drinks are a part of this. So just come out and just enjoy and, and just, um, um, congregate among other HR professionals so that you can really unwind because that's what this is all about. Also want to tell you guys my website for the HR plug. So if I said something that resonates to you today or in general, make sure that you can go to my website. It's www.thehrplug.com. HR solutions that will transform your workplace. At the very top, you'll see here, there's a link that says book a free consultation. When you click on the link, you'll be able to come on here and book some time to talk to me. It's a free consultation, but whatever you're struggling with, tackling with, trying to work through, you can get some relief, you can get some advice, you can get some guidance just by booking a call. So if you don't know what you need, let's talk about it. Let's explore, let's navigate through your career journey and, and just make sure that you are plugged into exactly where you need to be. And if you find out you're not from this exploratory call, then you're gonna find out why our guest could be a resource for you as well. And then the last thing I wanna share with you guys is that we are on the Audible audio podcast as well. So you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Anchor, Spotify, Audible, all of these areas. So if you're driving, exercising, walking, whatever you're doing, be sure you can catch Let's Get Plugged podcast on these avenues as well. If you can't catch us live on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. on YouTube, you can always catch the replay or you can catch us on one, however you listen to your favorite podcast. So thank you guys so much for being here. And now I'm going to go on and introduce our guest, Ms. Deidre McGuire. She is about to come to the stage, but first let me just tell you guys about how I even stumbled across her. So Deidre is unique in the sense that her services tailor and cater specifically to professionals in HR. And I'm going to let her share 
what she does, but she is somebody that if you are an HR professional and you know that you want to develop your skill set and 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 transform, you know, your HR trajectory, then this is somebody that you definitely want to tune into tonight and learn a little bit more about so that you can understand how she can support you. What she's not is not a coach. That's not what that's not what this is. So she's not going to do your resume. She's not going to do your LinkedIn profile. This is strictly development. And that's the one thing that we as HR professionals do not take enough time to do for ourselves, develop and learn. That's what Unplug is. And that's why she's our guest. That's why she's a sponsor, because she firmly believes in HR professionals needing to develop so that they can be positioned to help and develop others. But the only way you can do that is checking into your own level of development. So she is exclusively for HR people. We're excited that she's here tonight. I'm going to bring her out and welcome to the stage, Deidre. How are you tonight? I'm doing good. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Well, guess what? We are excited that you are here. We are excited that you took some time to to, to hang out on Let's Get Plugged tonight. So, um, you know, Deidre, you are solely dedicated to HR. And that's what attracted me to you, especially during this timing, during Unplug, and you're uh, a part of Unplug. Talk to me about why HR? What made you decide that they were going to be your target client? And what made you decide that you wanted to be a part of this conference? So I've been in HR my entire career prior to launching my coaching and consulting businesses for HR. And I can honestly say, so I started my career in staffing, moved to corporate recruiting, and then spent the last 11 years in different generalist business partner manager roles. I've always been curious about just helping people, believing in people, advocating for people. But in every role, regardless of the company, there was always something about, well, what about HR? Well, why is HR exempt from referring employees? Wouldn't they probably be the best ones that you would want to refer employees? You trust them to source, recruit, bring people on board, but they also are exempt from referral bonuses. Um, I would say 70% of the organizations I work for, every function has HR, but HR. And it's kind of almost a secret in HR we don't talk about. And I've seen what happens from a positive standpoint when HR actually has dedicated HR. I'm not talking about your manager. I'm talking about a dedicated HR resource. I've also seen what happens when HR doesn't have a dedicated resource. So as I progress throughout my career, um, I consider myself as someone was, I call myself a career evangelist <laughs> because who I am, truly connecting with people, um, being that trusted advisor, that advocate, that cheerleader, I've took that to every role that I'm in. But when I decided to launch my business after I, after getting my coaching certification, I just kept thinking, what about HR? Mm. And so it is such a fulfilling feeling to be able to partner with HR, to be able to take care of the caregivers of organizations, mm. to just hold space with them. And because I've been in a lot of roles, I understand what they're, I can look at their face when they turn their Zoom camera on. I'm like, I know, <laughs> I know. 
You don't even have to say something. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. So um, my business to me is more than a business. This is my ministry. Mm-hmm. This is me being able to operate in my gifts and my purpose and truly help people that are helping people every day. Wow. So you were able to relate based on your own experience to recognize there's no one out here for HR yet. HR is expected to be there for everybody else. So I appreciate that commitment and that recognition to do what you need to do to make sure that that in the industry has some sort of relief. Right. So, um, yeah. And, well, I was going to say, and when I, when we got introduced yep. and I heard about your unplugged conference, I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so this is a conference dedicated for HR people to come and unplug. There's going to be experts there from a functional standpoint, but you're also adding this wellness standpoint. I'm like, this is where I need to be for my own development. But mm-hmm. this also gives me another opportunity just to continue to pour into HR to just acknowledge and validate and just just help them and just give them a space so that they can so that I can give to them what they give to everybody else. Wow. I appreciate that because it's it was you know, I don't even know why this hasn't never been done. You mentioned it when you think about HR conferences, isn't it always equipping them with what to do to take back to work to make the the business better? And, and there really isn't anything out there since we have no HR department, like you just said, we have no resource, there's no one taking care of us. That's what the event is about. And so I appreciate you recognizing that and, and, and seeing the intention behind that. And I'm super excited that you can be a part of it. So I'm excited. I'll get to meet you next week because you will, you're flying into Atlanta. Like you are coming far to to be here. And that just means so much to me. So I, I truly, truly appreciate that. Um, and, and, and what one of the things that we're talking about tonight is burnout. And yeah. what I've learned is a lot of HR professionals are burnt out. And it's making them second guess, is this even the industry for me? I don't know what I'm doing. And a lot of it is because of the lack of support and the things that you talked about. But tell me, Dietra, what does burnt out mean to you? And how do I know if I am burnt out? Yeah. So that's a great question. And here's what I here's what I first want to do. Okay. If I didn't do anything else, I wanted to take this time. So I'm about, I'm about to get closer. I'll move around a little bit, right? That's okay. <laughs> so 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 everybody else, I even I want you to lean, I want you to lean in with me too, because I want you to feel this, right? <laughs> Regardless if you're a HR manager in talent acquisition, in benefits and comp, labor relations, un- union relations, training, development, compliance finance, HR, IT, you, it is perfectly normal for you to feel burnt out right now, right? Mm. And here's what I'm going to say. When you look in employee handbooks, I don't care what section, there's a little bottom line that says, if you have a question, call your HR rep. Mm. A lot of employees, they don't know the difference between talent acquisition or their HR generalist. When they see HR, they just want an HR person. HR is expected to be the face of organizations. We are fighting fires. We're changing lives. We are behind the closed door fighting for you, fighting for you on your behalf. Some of you, I'm going to say this, you do have crazy managers. You do. <laughs> we can't tell you that. We cannot tell you that, right? 
HR is emotionally taxing. Hmm. This is even before the pandemic. So now when you add on the pandemic, now when you add on all these different vaccination policies that change every 60 days, you have, you're moving employees back and forth. And now actually in organizations, which is a good thing, we're talking about wellness. We're talking about emotional stability. However, I have a feeling a lot of times they're not talking about it from an HR standpoint. What do you need? So mm -hmm. I just want to let you know the work that you do is challenging. We don't talk about that in HR enough. The work that you do is challenging. It's taxing. So if you are feeling burnt out right now, it makes perfect sense. And there's nothing wrong with you feeling that way. I don't want you to judge yourself because you're feeling burnt out. Mm. So I just want to get that out first. Well, thank you for getting get that, that out. Because there's even people that are HR departments of one. They don't even have an HR counterpart in their organization to lean on and depend on. So for you to even acknowledge that feeling burnt out right now is normal and it's okay and you're not alone, I think hopefully resonates with a lot of people to say, okay, I'm not crazy. Thanks. Yeah, because in HR, we're so busy taking care of everybody else and we, we wear this mask. We're supposed to be happy all the time. We deliver all this news. We're supposed to be happy about it. Half the time we just found out we're prepping managers for conversations. Then we get on the phone and they look at us and don't talk. Mm. It's a lot. And then think about if you don't even have an HR person that you can go to and just let their mask down and say, I'm nice. tired. Yes. Then we're holding it all in and it can be bottled up. And that's what, look, that's what Kiana says. Me talking to myself. She said, I am tired. Kiana, and it is yes. okay. It is okay and, to be tired. It's okay to be tired. And you know the commercials that come on in the middle of the night, the infomercials at 4 o'clock in the morning? Mm -hmm. So in case you're wondering if you are burnt out, maybe some of these resonate with you. Do you feel yourself possibly becoming cynical or critical? Do you find yourself doubting yourself? Are you dragging waking up in the morning? Mm -hmm. On Sunday night at 7, does the thought of work almost make you sick? Do you find it hard to concentrate? Do you just lack motivation? And is there something about you that you just feel like, I can't do this anymore, or I think I want to change? That's not the whole list, but those are some um, common symptoms of burnout. So if those resonated with you, that's okay. Because what I want to take some time today, I want to talk about four steps to relieving burnout. Grab your notebooks. <laughs> Get your notebooks, y'all. Y'all heard, heard that on our show before. Go ahead and understand what these four steps are to relieve it. What we got? What we got? Yeah. So here's the first one. You have to admit that you're burnt out. Mm. You have to admit it. You cannot heal what you won't reveal. And how many of us have heard the truth shall set you free? Mm. If you went to 12 step, the first 
step in making change is you have to acknowledge it. And here's why I know this is challenging in HR. There's so much stigma within HR about saying I'm burnt out, I'm stressed out, especially if you don't even have a trusted resource to share Mm. that to. If you have a trusted manager, by the end of tomorrow, I want you to send them a text just tell you thank you and tell them thank you. Because that's that's amazing. Mm. And so, again, the first step is we have to just be aware and admit, hello, I'm Dietra. I'm burnt out. Right, right, right. Look, and and that's okay. Listen, people are saying that is good. Admit. Kimberly just said, preach. I just picked up my church tambourine, right? Listen, where is the offering plate? Let me throw some dollars because what you are saying is so true. And you cannot heal if you don't reveal. You cannot. You cannot. And here's here's why this is important. If you don't even, and and here's the thing, it takes power and strength just to even recognize where you are. Mm. It does. So I want you to recognize I am burnt out so that we can figure out what we want to do about it. What is it telling us? And I also don't want you to get stuck there. Mm. I don't want you to uh, do possibly self-sabotaging habits because you're avoiding this diagnosis of I'm burnt out. So the second thing we're going to do, we're going to do a little bit of discovery. So now that we know we're burnt out, we're like, listen, I'm here now. What is it that I want? What do I want? What, what's, what's my, even if I'm not sure if I can get there, what is my ideal state? What are my, what, what goals? How do I want to feel? Mm. And this, yeah, I'm rolling up my sleeves. This <laughs> is where, this is where you're going to have to roll your sleeves up. And this is why it's so important. It can be critical to possibly work with a coach, talk to a trusted advisor, because this is where you need to do some inner work. Mm. This is where you kind of need to assess where am I currently? How many of you changed as a result of everything that happened through the pandemic? Yes. I know I right? did. <laughs> right. We changed so much, we don't even realize it. And here's the thing. Stre- you can't avoid stress. Stress is going to happen in our life, right? But when we're talking about um, being burnt out, we're talking about extreme stressful situations. And so every year in HR, you you write your goals out at the beginning of the year you probably even have a meeting with your team to sit and talk about what went well last year what are we going to do this year why don't we do that and see i'm getting close why don't we do that in our personal lives Mm. why but guess Mm. what we're about to start right so in this second part when we're doing some rediscovery we need to assess for everything i've been through for this for this um, burnout I'm feeling, what do I want? And that look that starts with looking at who am I now? What are my values? Mm-hmm. What's changed? What are my priorities? And from a whole person perspective, I'm about to lean up again. This is what I'm getting <laughs> serious. HR people, you are more than just your career. Yes. You are more than that company on your resume. You are multi-purpose, you are multifaceted. I am a woman of faith and here's what I believe, not just for me, but for you. I believe you have a special calling in life. I believe you have a special purpose. 
I believe you have a special set of get, uh, skills, talent, and ability. So what we need to do is look at what's off balance. Am I operating in my purpose? And so a couple of things I do with my clients, sometimes we do a values assessment because those are your guiding principles. And here's what I will be very transparent and tell you. I can pinpoint every place in my career when I was burnt out, it was always a time of transition or growth or just something happened, but I just didn't know at that time. Hmm. So that's why discovery is important because you need that's to discover what's causing this shift and this change and you to feeling this way because it could be a deeper message than you just being annoyed at the moment about the job. It could be something deeper. Absolutely. Hmm. We grow and transform so often we just don't realize it. We don't talk about it. We don't give our life the space to explore it, especially wow. when you are in a position and field when you're taking care of everyone else, you get used to putting yourself on the back burner. And that's not even accounting for all the different roles that you wear in your life. So it's very easy just to put yourself on the back burner. But we're not putting ourselves on the back burner anymore. Not anymore. Are we? Not, not anymore. anymore. So not let anymore. me just recap. You're saying, okay, you've you've walked through what defines burnout. Now you have to admit you're feeling one of those ways because there is no way to discover what you won't even acknowledge exists. Once you say, okay, I am LaShawn, I'm burnt out. Now I need to discover where is the core of this coming from? Is What's causing the burnout? When I felt this way in my past, what was happening? And try to piece together the root cause of what's causing the burnout so that I can position myself to fix it. Is that about right? That's about right. And okay. even when you're doing that rediscovery and assessing, I'm talking about looking at your life. I'm talking about what kind of relationships do you want? Mm. What are your finances? What's your wellness plan? Because again, you are more than just your career, right? Right. And something else that I want to highlight, too, um, burnout can be very telling. It can be very telling. I'm, I'm telling you, every time in my life I was burnt out, it was when I was re when I was going from staffing to recruiting. I was like, I, I can't do the staffing anymore. <laughs> I feel like it's a cattle call. I got to make 699 calls every week, do a report every Friday. I wanted a deeper connection with people. So then I spent years in corporate recruiting. And one day I woke up and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Um, I, I love bringing talent on. I love um, prepping people. I want a deeper connection with people. Then I shifted to an HR business partner role because I wanted a deeper connection with clients. Mm. And then just two years ago, two years ago, I was like, something, I'm not excited about this job anymore. And once I realized by assessing, I wanted a deeper connection with people. And for me, that was coaching. I mm. said, no, wait a minute. If I can spend my time actually connecting with people, helping them to meet their personal life goals, and I'm not talking about benefits and compensation anymore, I like meaningful connections, and that's actually one of my core values. Mm. So my question to you is, are your values, are they misaligned? Mm. So that's you, what happens you, when you're in a job 
and I'm burnt out, so I'm about to quit and job hop somewhere else. But now I'm miserable in this job. It's because you haven't expressed or explored the things that are important to you to align yourself to those things. So habitual burnout might not be the situation. It could be you. It absolutely could be you. And that's why I like to start with you. That's why I like to start Mm. with internal. Because, you know what, maybe you're burnt out because maybe you might not want to work in a manufacturing environment anymore. Mm. Maybe you don't want to work as an HR generalist anymore. Maybe you want to work in training. Maybe you want to go from talent acquisition and maybe you want to go to finance. Or maybe, maybe it's not even in your career and there's something going on personal and it's showing up in your career, which again is why it's important to just assess what's going on in different areas of my life. What do I want in different areas of my life and what's the gap, right? And that's exactly what step three is. So now that we have a little bit of clarity, we're looking at our values. We're looking at, ooh, okay, this is a little bit uh, aligned. Now let's explore. Okay. You don't have to be married to every idea. So the same conversations that you have with employees and you're helping them to work through things or you're partnering with the manager and sometimes you guys are explore. We, again, we don't take the time to do that for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Let's just explore what are the possibilities for these goals that I have, right? What have I experienced this before? What resources do I currently have? We have so many transitional skills that sometimes we don't even understand. And what I forgot to also mention too, and I wanna be very clear on this, sometimes depending on your level of burnout, sometimes you might need to take a break. You Mm. might need to take a vacation. You might need to take a leave of absence, Mm -hmm. HR. Mm -hmm. I know there's stigma about HR taking leave of absence. You might need to, I'm going to say it again, you might need to take a stress leave of absence, right, before you can even think and get clear. Mm. So I I just want to make sure I mention that because I'm here to help you. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that leave of absence is, is key. We talked about that one time how we don't think about EAP, we don't think about, you know, those resources for us, we think about them for everybody else, but FMLA is for you too. It absolutely (laughs) is for you, right? So in that explore space, once you start thinking about what do I want, what are the gaps, again, you might need uh, a level deeper of, of some mental help or some health. So maybe you do need to look at EAP. I have a therapist. I've had a therapist for years. And actually, I uh, got introduced to my therapist years ago when I used EAP for myself. I'm Mm. I'm a therapy advocate. You might need to talk to your doctor. Um, you might need to institute a wellness nutrition. There's just so, there's just so many things. Cause again, I just want you all to remember you are whole multi-purpose people. So yes. let's look at your life holistically, even outside of work. So the last step after you explore, what are my mm-hmm. options? What are my opportunities? Um, again, when I think about my career, the core of my career has truly been connecting with people in an authentic way and encouraging them and motivating them to help them reach some type of goal. I've done that in various roles, right? So again, having that clarity and exploring the thing about who, what makes you who you are, 
what are other ways you can do that? Mm. And it might not even be your career. It might be a hobby. Sometimes we just need a hobby, right? And then from there, the last step is putting the action plan together. And I'm going to lean in closer again because <laughs> as, as burnt out service providing HR professionals, it is so easy for us to put ourselves on the back burner. Well, we'll get to that. I'll do that later. It's already, it's already the end of first quarter of 2022. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, of 2022, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if I were to ask each of you that's on, that's on right now, what are your personal goals that you're working on? How many of you have actually sat down to figure out what are my personal goals? Mm-hmm. What do I want to do for me? What are, what's my joy goal, right? So the last step is putting a action plan together, a realistic action plan that works for you. Hmm. Wow. Th- this was, this was, I really wanted to give you time to break this down because burnt, being burnt out could have so many devastating effects just outside of your, you're just, you know, unhappy, but your health, your stress levels, your life, you know, all of that, all of that is, is, is tied together. And so if I break down the four steps and just repeat it for those that might just be joining, if you are experiencing burnout, and honestly, this is for anybody. I mean, yes, we're it talking sure to HR is. professionals tonight, but if you are experiencing burnout in your profession or wherever it is in your personal life, in your home life, first thing you have to do is acknowledge the fact that there's a problem you are overwhelmed, you are, you're just not there. And the way you're feeling about this now is not how you felt about it before. You have to admit own acknowledge that there is a problem because you cannot move forward if you're in denial. And so the first step is admitting. The second step then is discover, right? And you have to discover why am I feeling this way? What is the root cause of, of this? And um, and, and what am I going to do about it? Like, you just have to really take time and just discover when I feel like this, what am I doing? Like you talked about, Deidre, is it because I just got it? Am I only feeling like this? Cause now I'm in recruiting and I, and I'm not with people. Like, what is it that you're missing? That's causing this feeling of burnt out that you don't want to be a part of this thing. So once you admit it, and then you start thinking about where am I going wrong here? Because I feel this way every three months. What's happening every three months? Oh, every three months is is when I have this project and I got to work with these people. Oh, I don't like, you know, so whatever it is you're tying that to, you have to figure that out so that you can do step three, which is explore, right? And then you have to explore about you internally. What are my, what is it? Where is the misalignment that's causing me to feel the way that I'm feeling? Is it my values are not aligned with where I work? Because if I work at a place who does things I don't believe in, I'm going to be miserable every time I go there. And if that's an industry, if that's a brand, if I job hop thinking, well, I got to stay doing this thing because I'm good at it. So I guess I'll just go to another company. You're in cyclical burnout and it's not going to change because you've not explored what's causing you to feel that way. So exploring is critical. And then last, when you, figure all this out. You got to create an action plan for change. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? And so um, you mentioned something earlier, Deetra, that I I just want you to touch on because you said something that that struck me. 
when you explain what burnout, the solutions to burnout, right? Like first admitting it, discovering it, exploring about yourself. What is it that I'm missing? Is burnout really bad? Is it a bad thing? I, I'm going to say this. We have so much power and choice on how we choose to look at things. Mm. Because here's what I'll say. Um, Burnout can be bad, but it can be telling. You know, um, you know, on Instagram in the cute box, it's I either win or I learn, right? Mm. So with burnout, burnout is there because something's going on. Mm. Like something is disagreeing with who you are. It could be external. It could be internal, but it's a key indicator that something's going on. And this is why we have to be so busy that we don't even pay attention to what's going on with us. Mm. This is why we need to be intentional about what is self-care and self-love mean to me so that I can check in when I start feeling like something's off. Mm. Why am I burnt out? What is this telling me? Wow. So we got it's all in how we look at it. It's perspective. It's a mindset shift, right? It's such a mindset. Yes. Mm. So when you're feeling burnt out, it's not just to be annoyed that you're burnt out, but take a moment and think about, well, what is my body telling me? Or what is my personal goals or values or morals or ethical beliefs? What is it telling me? Am I burnt out because I'm situated in a place that's not healthy for me? That's what the exploring piece is about. And if you don't, I think what makes it bad is if you don't do something about it, the toll it can take. Absolutely. Um, I mean, burnout, especially prolonged burnout, um, stress. Um, Mm. I, I don't know the statistic. I read a few years ago that doctors were actually starting to ask certain patients with cancer if they had any unforgiveness in their life. Mm. I'm serious. Because our bodies are made to be well-oiled machines. Stress completely disrupts how our body operates. Burnout Mm. can cause stress. So again, we can't avoid stress in our life, but when we start having that that prolonged stress and just not wanting, not wanting to get up or just, just burnout. And again, like I said earlier, the type of emotional dependent roles that HR serves in, stress comes natural with Mm. our roles, which is why I want each of you Lean in. Leaning in. Leaning in in with me. I'm leaning. I'm leaning. I want all of you to have a self- care plan for you the same thing that we tell our employees Mm. when they're like i'm mad because you didn't you didn't promote me and it's like well here's what i have to tell you honestly your career development that's really your responsibility but what i want to do i want to be here to help facilitate that process Mm. i want to be here to make sure you get the resources i want to be here to you know to help you to have those conversations we have to learn how to self-advocate for our own self-care. No one's going to do it for us. And if you have a manager that actually cares about your self-care, 
that's amazing. And I hope you tell them you appreciate it. But what I want you to understand, I want you to right now consider me your executive and leadership coach, okay? I want you to take some time and figure out what do you want in various areas of your life. And I also want you to have a self-care plan Mm. because the way that the world's changing, it's not going to slow down. It's not. So I want you to figure out for you what fills your love tank. When do you need to rest? What does rest look like for you? What person, place, or thing fuels you? And what person, place, or thing drains you? Mm. And you know what? You might need to leave your organization. I'm not sure. But before you do that, I just want to make sure you've took the time to really assess who are you and what do you need? Right. Before you start making right. decisions. Otherwise, you're in a cycle. Otherwise, you're in a cycle. Yes. Wow. That is really advocate for your self-love. And, and you know, self-love means saying no. Right. It might mean setting some boundaries. It might mean, no, I can't. I won't answer the phone because I'm off on weekends and this is my time with my family. And being oh, and being OK with it. Right. Not stressing out. Now right. am I going to get fired because I didn't answer my phone? Like, no. That's right. Again, there's so much power in choice. Yes. And again, once you understand your values, Sometimes the work situation doesn't look that bad because maybe it's like, you know what, because of my family situation or my financial situation, actually, this job meets that goal. So instead Mm. of me having to go to work, I'm choosing to go to work. I'm choosing to do this. That's empowering yourself. Um, and, And again, there's just there's power in choice. It's so many things sometimes get down to how we decide to look at it. Yeah. I mean, perspective is everything. I just want to take a minute and just say, you know, JP says, yes, we are more. We are. And you have to regard yourselves as more and, and put yourself on that pedestal. Put yourself first. Um, Kiana says, so true. I tell employees to take time off. I need to practice what I preach. Right. And it's so easy for us not to. Uh, Kimberly says, joy goal. Yeah, that's right. And another Kimberly, Kimberly Stevenson says, this is good. So glad I came across this. Kimberly, we are so glad that you are here because this is something that we just don't do enough of. We don't do enough about taking care of ourselves. I love the phrase advocating for your self-care, self-love plan. But let me ask you, Deidre, what if I'm a people leader and I realize, you know what? I haven't done enough for my team I need I need to do more to help them understand. I want them to care for themselves, and and I want is there is there a, is there something that I could do, or um, you know how can we do that? Should we look at team building? Maybe not as so much so you know what we gonna do, go out and eat or whatever, but just maybe really getting together and say I'm, we're gonna invest some money and in investing in you as a team so you guys can all do self care like. What ideas do you have about that? Or what thoughts do you have about that? How can we help these companies and leaders understand what they need to do to start showing care and concern for the people that they're depending on to keep their business afloat? I think that's an excellent question. There's a couple of things that come to mind. One that's very simple and free that I think managers Mm -hmm. can do is, first of all, 
acknowledge and validate the work that your team does. That's free. Um, and it also uh, creates celebration in the environment. Um, I've just been in different roles where maybe sometimes an HR person comes to work and they're like, well, I'm tired or that, that, that manager was rough. And then it turns into, oh, you can't handle that. Would you need me to do it? Mm, it's okay just to say, you know what, Deetra, he is challenging. And you know what, that's normal. That's normal. And is there anything I can do to support you? Also, celebrating your team's success. I've seen too many times where maybe there's a reward and recognition program and somebody's reward once a quarter, and it's only the person who, you know, saved $80 million. What about celebrating weekly successes, weekly wins? Sometimes dealing with a difficult person and not telling them how you really feel, that's a win. That's a huge win, right? Um, a couple of things I think leaders can also do is provide a safe space for their employees to actually to be able to just come in their office and say, listen, this is how I'm feeling. This is how I'm feeling today. Mm, and good. communicating with your team and just even asking them, how can I support you with this? What ideas do you have for for wellness? What ideas do you have for the team? And again, everybody might come up with something different, but it's just opening that door to have the conversations on what may I do or how may I support you all with your wellness, with your self-care? How are you feeling? That would make leaps and bounds. Could you imagine if every leader tomorrow just went up to their employees and said, you know what? How can I support you take care of yourself? You've been working so hard. And I just want you to know I appreciate you, but I also want to make sure that you take care of yourself because I need you to be your best self. I want you to be your best self because I care about you. Just imagine, first of all, we probably send the world in a shock. <laughs> like, right. you talking to me? You actually care? But I, I want us to get into a habit. That's why we, you know, we do these conversations, Deidre, because... There's so much more we would get out of business if we just took time to care about the people who help us run it. There's just so much more we would get, but we, we just, you know, are in a society that's putting profit before people and then getting allowing emotions and angers to to hinder their relationships and their ability to remain collaborative. All of that is riddling the workplace. If we just take a moment, step back. And everything that you mentioned in that four-step that four-step plan for dealing with burnout, I would challenge leaders to do the same thing towards your team. Admit that you Absolutely. cause people to burn out. It's your fault that they feel this way. Like you know, take some ownership and acknowledge it because that's when change happens. Like you said, once we acknowledge it. So, talk to me about core beliefs. Let's talk about your company. What yeah. Do you so, do? Um, so. Core beliefs, um, I went through a coaching program. I'm actually a certified core energy coach. We talk a lot about energy, right? And so when I think about the work that's important to me, when I'm partnering with HR, honestly, just anybody, a lot of the work that we do, it's really the core of who they are. Mm. It's the core of who they believe they are. I can sit and tell them they're great all day, their manager can tell them they're great all day. But if you don't believe that you're great, it doesn't matter what anybody else says. So we do a lot of confidence work. We look at who we are, right? And then from there, from a coaching perspective, coaching is just a, it's a partnership 
where you are just helping someone to identify all their greatness, all their fabulousness, right? And then being that mirror as they're working on their goals, holding them accountable and giving them that safe space so that they can truly they are mm. in, in every area of their life. So I work with individuals. I work with HR teams. Um, actually, um, last year, trained a HR team on basic coaching skills to help them be more confident and strategic business partners. It just was, it just was another hat that they wore as they were consulting and advising. Mm. Um, I work with executive leaders on confidence, on presence, and I think the biggest thing that I do is just really partnering with individuals on career and life because again, you are more than just your career. That is deep. That is, I mean, thank you for number one, doing all that you do, uh, you know, to help restore balance. It's almost like when I hear about all the things you do, it's helping bring back balance to to some of the things that have um, imbalance. And, and when you think about, and I'm just gonna put you on the spot for a minute, but when you think about, everything that you just described with core beliefs, everything that caused you to even launch this, everything that even put you in a position to recognize the deficiencies that exist with HR professionals and how they're responsible for taking care of other everybody else. If somebody is watching this, tell them, you know, about Unplug and why it's important, do you think, to put yourself surrounded with other people for this, not just event, but just unplugging in general and just disconnecting. Why is that important from your professional perspective? Um, I think it's very important, especially now. I think this is a great time of the year before you get into your daily operational habits, just to take a step back and to um, be around other HR professionals. Because sometimes, first of all, it's just good to know it's not just me. I'm not the only one going through this, right? Yes. So just to be in that HR community, to network, and then to set some intentions on what do I want to do different as a result of unplugging? What do I want to give? What do I want to take away? Because again, um, I just think this is a great time for HR individuals to take time out for them. So. Yes, yes. And you're going to be there. I am going to be give, there. Give us a little sneak, a little taste of some of the things that you're going to be talking about and you're going to be doing or, or what are you offering? So I'm actually going to be facilitating a session on designing the FAB life and you're going to design your FAB blueprint. But FAB is actually an acronym for Freedom, Abundance, and Balance. Mm -hmm. So... Some of the things that we talked about today, we're going to take a deeper dive so that you can actually even assess what that looks like for you, because I truly believe you were called to live a life of freedom, abundance, and balance. Yes. Wow. And if I, you know, come to this conference and I meet you and I want to maybe talk to you one-on-one -on -one or, or have some time with you, will you be doing any sessions there or are you going to... Help us out a little bit, because I think some people need to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know what? I'm actually going to have some slots on, okay. I believe it's Wednesday. 
Okay. And virtually on Friday for some speed coaching opportunities. So it's going to be first come, first serve. Okay. It's complimentary. So okay. whatever situation, hurdle, um, obstacle, maybe you want to possibly collaborate on some opportunities, you'll have 30 minutes and we're going to wow. atta- we're going to tackle the challenge to figure out what are some opportunities or what what's some solutions for you. Well, I appreciate that. So let me just repeat that for the people in the back. So if you're in Atlanta and you're coming to the Unplugged Conference, you have an opportunity to sign up for a free 30-minute complimentary session with Citra and just explore, you know, your world of HR and the virtual session on Friday for the attendees, if they're unable to grab one of those spots, might be able to catch a, an opportunity there as well. But I appreciate that because you got, that's free. Yeah, that's free. She's doing that for free. And that's how you know your heart is really in it and and what you do. And I just really, really enjoy everything about you. And I'm just so excited that you are a part of this. And I want to publicly also thank Kimberly Jones because it was your network, her network that I tapped into to even meet you. And that's the, the, the whole beauty of networking because you never know who knows who. And just by me knowing Kim, who I also know through somebody else, but just by me knowing Kim introduced me to you. And now this event is going to be just that much more better, you know, better because you're a part of it because this is who you are as well. So I'm excited about this. I would like to tell everybody how they can get in contact with you. So, um, you know, Deidre does have a website. This is her website. And, um, you know, it's corebeliefscoaching.com. And once you go to corebeliefscoaching.com, you will see this gorgeous website pop up. You'll be able to connect with her um, through LinkedIn on here. And then if you scroll, I mean, sorry, at the right at the top, you can schedule a call with her. You can learn more about her services and more about her. But she is here for you. So if you're an HR professional, She's working with you to help you develop. And her services are exclusively for you as an HR professional because she understands how you're feeling because she's been there herself. So make sure you go and connect with Deetra. Go ahead and connect with her on LinkedIn. Visit her website, schedule a call. And if you're going to be in Atlanta next week, I can't believe it's seven days away. If you're going to be a part of the Unplugged Conference, you will meet her there. If you're going to be at the networking event, you will meet her there as well. And so take advantage of an opportunity to take um, have that free coaching session with her and, and talk about what this trajectory looks like for you. Get the session. And if anything, build your network, expand your network. So... I just want to thank you again, Deidre, for being here as we wrap up this show. It has been a pleasure. Um, I'm so glad that we met and I'm so glad and excited to what's to come for Core Beliefs and for you. So um, I'm going to send you backstage as I close out the show and, uh, you know, be with you in one moment. And I just, again, want to thank all of you tonight for being here and tuning in and plugging in on the Let's Get Plugged podcast. As you know, we are here as resources for you. And this month, we've taken some time to just really focus on the HR industry because I need you all to understand 
what is happening with the the professionals who you feel like uh, they're just for management, they don't care about people. I've heard so many people say HR is here for the business. HR is this, HR is that. I need you all to understand what's happening to the HR industry right now. They are overwhelmed, they are overworked, they are burnt out, they are tired, they're not getting any recognition, they're not getting any relief, and they're just getting dumped on. And we gotta get that right. Organizations have to recognize this is a problem and do something about wanting to get that right. And if you're an organization and you want to help support the Unplugged Conference, we do have additional sponsorship spots available where you can do that. If you go to unpluggedconference.com, scroll to the bottom, you'll see a sponsorship section. Click that, fill out the form, and we will be in touch with you. This is a movement that has to happen. If we don't take care of HR, there's no way that we're going to be able to take care of the employees. If we don't take care of the employees, there's no way you're going to be able to operate your business because you think the great resignation is bad. You're going to have the great retirement when you're going to have to shut your doors because there will be no people and there will be no support. We have to do this now or else the future of work is doomed because if we're not taking care of the people who take care of the people, then we're not able to take care of the people, then you're not going to be able to run your business. Let's let go of profits. Let's start focusing back on people. Let's get back to why we're here in the begin to, to begin with, just to exercise care, compassion, respect, and value for those who are in the workplace who are who's doing something to help us, you know, be profitable, be successful as a business. Take the time to recognize them, appreciate them, care about their self-care, advocate for them to take PTO, tell them to take time off, don't bother them when they're off, don't bother them on vacation, don't bother them on the weekends. Respect their boundaries and you be the leader in having them respect their boundaries. Don't make them feel like they have to choose between work or peace. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you join us next. Actually, we won't be here next week because we will be at the Unplugged Conference. I might hop on and do a live, but make sure that you tune in for the next episode of the Let's Get Plugged podcast. It's been great um, for you guys joining us. Thank you for everybody who joined and participated. Until next time, have a good night.